Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare our experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 12 on the quest for education. So, hello, hello, welcome back to everyone who's listening. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, still with the with the heat wave going strong. Now we're in summer. The summer solstice just happened, so that's a thing. And I don't know what else to you say. Still really. feeling, you still feeling you you still feeling very hot from that? Yeah, I, I have my aircon on right now. I'm 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 sweating, and it's like half, what half past nine in the uh, in the evening, and I'm really like hot right now. I don't know if it's huh. because the room is stuffy or something, but yeah, I'm still feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely died down here a little bit where I am, so it's it's quiet down. I mean, it's still hot, but it's not as hot as it was like a week ago, which was basically impossible. Oh, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> it's not as bad, That that's for sure, but it's still above my comfort level, I would say. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. And I, normally this is where we ask what's what's new with the kids, but I mean we just recorded like what two days ago because yeah that's right two days ago we're not very organized so we're just putting everything out there. I'm editing one as we're recording the other, and then we're we're trying to have a cushion in case something were to happen. So uh, yeah, there's there's really not much point in asking what has happened because no. it would just be a repeat, wouldn't it? No, but I just remembered. I just remembered. But I can at least tell you something funny uh, that happened with Nico that he's done today. Um, we had him uh, here uh, around us in the afternoon a little bit. And uh, he found uh, a metal spoon. And he just absolutely loved it. He just basically uh, had it for the rest of the afternoon. And he was just having his metal spoon, just uh, putting it in his mouth. And I even took it away from him for a little bit. And he started, like, actually crying a little bit because he wanted his metal spoon. He really loved it. He's, I guess it's his favorite new toy. So. Oh, well, there you go. He's easily pleased. Uh, a boy out of my own heart. <laughs> you can get him <laughs> the more expensive toys, but nah give him the metal spoon it's like a little cat yeah yeah precisely precisely but yeah i just remembered that uh, uh, that uh, funny little story that happened today so yeah <laughs> well then in that case not to feel left out something that happened today that i found really cute and it's not exactly new but today was like for a longer period of time nim nim was like having a chat like she was like ah, wah, wah, wah. and you were like wah, wah. and she was like, ah, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> And that lasted for like, yeah, it was the cutest thing. And it lasted proper for like five, maybe even ten minutes. She was just like, wow. ah, wah, 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 wah. And I was just replying like, ah, wah, wah, wah. And she was like, wah, 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 wah. And that was really cute. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. Very, very cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now going into the, the talking about the ah, wah, 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 wahs, I think that's a, a, good, a good segue into sure. the, yeah. the first topic of today because uh, this episode it's all about education and how we're planning to raise our kids maybe not morally but it more if in an academic sort of way and yeah. one of the yeah, the yeah. most important it's kind of things... a it's kind of a follow-up to to our previous episode isn't it in, exactly in a little bit so we've talked about parents education etc and this is more about our own uh, education for our children yes and one of the most important things for kids that are the kids of foreigns, 
Because, I mean, it sounds weird, but our kids are British, man. I mean, mine, yeah. is, mine is even genetically half British, yours isn't, but still, they're both legally by rights British. They were born yeah, in British yours soil. Is a, yours is a half-blood. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is uh, muggle-born. So. Mine is a halfling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or uh, that, yeah. But, uh, and so language is very important. So eventually those blah, 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 blahs will turn into actual words. Mm. And how yeah, important is it for you that those words are English, Spanish, and Portuguese? Do you give any priority to, to one language? What, what are your plans about that? Ooh, priority. Ooh, let's not get yeah, started. Yeah, I threw a left curve. You, you weren't <laughs> no, expecting no. that one, huh? <laughs> no, I wasn't expecting that one. No, no, but it's fine. I mean, in terms of priority... Um, Look, it's important that they know the languages, right? Because knowing a lot of languages is a very useful tool. And I think that that's the main reason why I want them to learn the languages. Obviously, you can talk about the historical factor, the fact that they know the languages of the countries that their parents came from, etc. And that's all very nice. But the main reason why I want them to know, the, why I want him to know the languages is because it's such a useful tool. I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't know all those languages. So that's the reason why... It it's very, very important for their future because it opens a lot of doors. It opens the doors to work in different countries. It opens the doors for different jobs. It gives them a leg up over other people, maybe in some other jobs. And it's just a very nice tool to have. Um, in terms of priority, obviously, the most important language will be English because that's the language that they're going to deal with on a daily basis. Uh, as for Spanish and uh, Portuguese, honestly, I don't have... A strong preference, obviously, you know, we'll be speaking Portuguese at home, so more often at least. Uh, so I think that, and because I speak Portuguese, it would be important that he has his grandparents in Portugal, so it would be important for me that he knows Portuguese to a decent enough level. But as long as he can communicate in Portuguese, I don't really care if he knows more Spanish or not, so it's not that big of an issue for me. Um, but what is important is that at least one of them he knows very well. And when I say knowing very well, I don't mean just speaking, but also writing. Uh, I've always been a little bit of a grammar Nazi in a way, um, in in all the languages. And uh, um, it's, it's important for me to know that he knows the basics of it uh, and that he knows uh, how to, to express himself uh, properly. Um, but... Yeah, as long as he, he has that basic knowledge, that would be good. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of where we are. And in terms of reaching that target, we're thinking maybe getting, you know, some exercise books that you have for like kids and, you know, once he starts going to school and stuff, uh, which I'm sure that he's going to love me for because it's like, oh, you know, I have school homework, but now I have dad homework as well. Oh, great. You know, there's nothing you want more as a kid than extra homework. So I'm sure he'll love me for that. But um, but it's going to be important. And it's going to be important for him to spend time uh, with my family too. And uh, what we're going to try is to make it... To make it... Uh, to make him learn in ways that are not apparently uh, homework, such as reading books in different languages, if if he's watching films, watching films in multiple languages as well. Um, so the kind of things that he, he will like to do, but just kind of mixing it up a little bit so he doesn't understand that he's learning it. So, yeah, yeah kind of like that. <laughs> um, and uh, what about you? 
Well, I feel that you inadvertently just created a, 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 a I don't know even how to say it, like an anxiety crisis on me because I was thinking, oh snap, spelling. I remember I told you in an episode past that my spelling in Spanish is abhorrent, like incredibly oh, right, bad. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, I hope my mom can teach her how to write properly. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I absolutely suck at, at writing in, in Spanish, but it is very important for... It's just, I don't know why I didn't even consider it. I, I always thought she needs to know Spanish, and for me that kind of like encompassed everything. And I'm realizing, yeah, sure. oh, I, it's, I have to teach her how to write and, and, and everything as well, not just speak it. But my hope is that... Maybe by her reading in Spanish, she will learn how to write in Spanish by kind of yeah. osmosis, how I learned to write in English without someone having to actually teach him, uh, teachers. The problem with Spanish is that it has so many complicated rules. Yeah, uh, it's the same in Portuguese. Yeah, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get there, I guess. But yeah, I, I definitely want her to know Spanish because one is a very useful tool, like you just said. But also, I think it's a, a way to connect with her Mexican heritage, despite being very far away from Mexico. Especially because my Spanish is not the Spanish that she will be used to. Because uh, as someone who lives in Europe, the Spanish that she will hear more often is Spanish from Spain, who is a little bit different. It's, a, it's like American sure. and English. Sure, sure, uh, sure, sure. English. So I, I think that that's nice. And I'm very, very worried that she will understand it but not speak it because I have a lot of friends who lived in the States and their kids spoke to them in English because they knew that the parents understand English. So they never actually spoke Spanish. Their, their parents will speak to them in Spanish, something like go take the, the bin out but in Spanish and the kids will reply in English something like oh yeah I already done it or, or I'll do it in half an hour in English yeah. because they know they understand. So uh, luckily I have my, my mom here with us that she will be like, no, 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 reply to me in, in Spanish. And that's also what I'm, I'm banking on Nico knowing a little bit of Spanish so that they can talk to each other. And yeah. she can have yeah. a peer to share it. Because sometimes sharing stuff with your parents is just your parents, you know? That your parents tell you like, oh, it's important to learn Spanish. And you just think, ah, you're just saying that because they're my parents. But if a peer does it, it's like, okay, now I actually want to do it. So yeah, exactly. I remember I remember that uh, when I was um, when I was young, I have a cousin that um, lives in the US and uh, uh, he had a very similar uh, situation where he understood Portuguese, but he didn't really uh, speak it. Um, and he just replied in English as well. And I even remember that uh, my uncle um, sent him to to uh, Portugal sometimes and kind of told everyone, oh, you know, speak with him in Portuguese, speak with him in Portuguese. But because I was, because I was just in school and just learning English, I also wanted to to practice my English, so I ended up speaking in English with him because I, I was just like, oh yeah, I can speak with you in English, you don't need to speak with me in Portuguese. But <laughs> it was kind of the opposite of what my uncle wanted, to be honest. Uh, yeah. But yes, I know what you mean. I, I haven't thought about it too much for, for Nico, but it's certainly a possibility. Um, so, yeah. Well, there, but for Nico it's a little bit different because Portugal is, technically speaking, or well, not technically, relatively speaking, right around the corner. 
So it's easier for you to yeah. take them to Portugal, where he will true. hear That's Portuguese true. and talk Portuguese. But going to Mexico is a little bit more complicated. I guess we can go to Spain, uh, so that will also trigger that I know Spanish, but it's not the same thing. But luckily, we live in an era that technology allows us to switch the language of TV and movies. For example, I have Disney+, Plus, and they have Spanish Spain and Spanish Latin America. So yes. that in itself is so useful. Like I can put the cartoons that I used to watch in Spanish. Or, or for example, Holly and I have an agreement that whenever we're watching some Winnie the Pooh media, the movies are in English, the TV series is in Spanish. The reason why oh. we came to that agreement is because she hates the the voices of the movies in Spanish. For some reason, she just That's doesn't she. like them. So she's like, I can't I can deal with the ones or... in the series, I guess. I'm not sure. She she does have very sensitive ears in that regard. But and that is something that I can use to my advantage. Because now it will not only be the parents that speak English, it will also be the series. And I know in the past we had stuff like Dora, who is like, can you say mochila in English or whatever? But now this is not... Because I always found those series a little bit condescending yeah but, patronizing in a way yeah, yeah patronizing there you go thank you that's the word i was looking for but this mm. one won't be the case it would just be like well it's in spanish so you you just understand it so that's that's what i'm banking on and again I, it's very important for me to for well for me it's very important for me that she connects to her heritage so that's also why i want to teach her a little bit about the the country in itself now, when I say that, it, I don't mean it like in the way I was taught in school, because when you're taught in school in Mexico about Mexican history, they right. hammer to you uh, the date of the battles, the name of the battles, what is the name of the general, right. when did right. it happen, right. what was the date, when did it happen, blah, blah, blah. And that, I'm not that interested in her knowing that. I'm more interested in her knowing the general gist of what happened, but the why it happens. That's what I'm interested in her knowing okay. why did okay. it happen you know like the root of the conflicts why is it that we were a country then we got colonized what did that entail why did we have an independence why did we have a revolution so on and so forth how do you plan to to integrate uh like your country's history into nico's life if you have any plans for that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just 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 to tell you i was laughing a little bit because when you started saying uh, oh, I don't want her to learn through like that they have in the uh, sometimes in in school that is focused on the dates and everything. For a moment, I just uh, I just imagined you just educating her and going like, so you see, we have these haciendas and this is uh. what the people did. <laughs> going back to our previous episode, yeah, no, no, no. I'm sure you're going to touch on that, but I just found it uh, an, a funny image of you just going like, forget about the books. This is what actually happened. <laughs> yeah, go. go full QAnon on, on hers like the books are wrong they're teaching you what the people in power want you to know but that's not the real history yeah nah, don't, nah, nah. Trust, don't trust the public media yeah 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 no I, I can't see myself perfectly doing that but no that's not what I meant what I meant is I don't mind the academia so much I don't want her yeah, to yeah, know no, no, the you, dates the places the names that's yeah. not that important because she's really not going to use it I just want yeah, her no, to no, connect no, that's, that's to the enough. history of the country 
that's fair enough. But going back a little bit to to what you were asking in terms of the uh, like the country history, etc. Um, I, I mean, you raise some good points. I think I think that what you're saying is right as well. Um, that it's more about understanding the why. It's more about understanding the context and what led to one thing and what led to another, rather than focusing on uh, we had this battle on this date and these people we won and these many people were dead, etc. It's more about understanding like what's the general history and why did it happen. Um, I do have an advantage. I don't. Yeah, sort of an advantage in a way, which is that even if Nico uh, wasn't very keen on learning about the country's history, he's not going to have much of a choice because my mom's a history uh, teacher in, in Portugal. Um, oh. So it's kind of like he's going to spend time with her over summers and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'm banking on my mom teaching him the country's history because she does that for a living. She will know. And, like, I don't want to mean, like, oh, you know, end your, your work Work for day free, could... mom. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not, it's not like... But I know that she will be very pleased and I know that she will want to teach him some of the history of the country, etc. So um, that base is covered anyway. Uh, but what's important for me is that he knows about his Azorian history as well uh, so the part that is connected to the Azores and the, you know the context of the Azores when they were discovered um, and uh, who went there like the names of the islands and uh, and all of that so that's that's what's important for me but I think that I would focus on something like the most recent history of Portugal probably the last couple of centuries anything uh, older than that is good to know but I, it won't be as important for me um, but yeah just kind of like what sort of traits and what has led Portugal to be where it is over history and let me throw you another left curveball here yeah go, that, go for it obviously in because I just thought about it in my case because we were saying that Nimnim is, is half blood and, and sure, Nico is, sure. is uh, bl uh, mudburn how are you how is important for you to yeah no uh, <laughs> how are you, how so, important is it to you that he knows english history like would you would do you want him to feel english or is he a portuguese person who was born in england and that's it because oh, Nim Nim will be english Nim Nim will be english so i'm actually interested in her knowing the history of england as well but I don't know how you, you want Nico to identify as a Portuguese person born in England or as an English person born of Portuguese parents. Um, wow, uh, that's, uh, that's uh? a lot to think about uh, just like that. Uh, let me think about it. Uh, can I say, can I basically <laughs> be very coward or, or just, and just kind of say somewhere in the middle? Like, I, I feel like... I want him to feel English because I, it's where he's going to be born and it'll be part of his identity and part of his education and part of his upbringing. So I do want him to feel that. But it, it will also be part of his upbringing that he comes from, from Portuguese parents and, well, one Portuguese parent, one Argentinian parent, uh, more specifically or more truthfully. Um, but... I don't know, I guess a little bit of both. If I had to say it, if I had to pick 
maybe more as an English person with foreign background. And the reason why I'm saying that, rather than saying, rather than saying, uh, like someone foreign who was born here, is that I do, I don't want him to feel like an outcast, and I don't want him to feel like he doesn't belong. I want him to feel like he fully belongs. Uh, in here that is not that different from his peers and that the differences that he has is what he brings to the table and not what defines him um, so uh, so that's kind of the way that I look at it but uh, you know in truth he's free to feel however he wants to feel uh, but that's kind of the way I see it if that makes sense and no it makes total sense uh, for example I never felt that way but I know that my mom did my mom felt as a nowhere person because she used to think, okay, so every person here knows that I'm not like a hundred percent Mexican. I, I, you can look at me, you can look at my skin, you can look at, uh, at my traits, but also the other ones, the son of the immigrants, also don't. I don't fit in with them either. So my mom always felt like a nowhere person, and I think that what you're describing can be very alienating. So I, I understand right. perfectly your reasoning. I, I won't go into detail exactly why my mom felt like that because I don't even understand it completely. It would be quite the, the long subject, so that's not what I brought it up. But I just want you to know that I think you're making the right choice. And I'm not saying it uh, just to say, oh, yeah, I agree with you. I'm saying it because I actually respect your, your answer a lot. I think making like letting him take the decision is, is the right move, is what I would do, I would say. I cannot say it's the right move, but it's what I would do. But at the same time... I also understand why you want him to to know no you're English like know where you come from but you are English because it can be very alienating and alienation it's it, well it's quite a thing so I I, I yeah. totally understand your your answer and yeah yeah good <laughs> yeah no no insane no 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 you're not actually I, it's it's something that I I want us to touch about which is a family history because I said okay. time and time again how important it is for for my family at least yeah, to right, know yeah. the the history of the family yeah, but it's something that I, i'm finding as yeah so i won't touch more into it because it has come often enough but something that i found i'm finding a little bit difficult is the other side because for holly she doesn't quite like make anything of it i'm not saying she is against it she just really doesn't care at all she's like i don't need to know i don't mind I, I keep telling her. Also, where do you come? And it's like, I don't oh, know. for her, for her own hi history, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, right. I don't think she knows like one or two generations above her grandparents. I think she oh, only okay. knows like one generation above her grandparents, and that's it. I might be wrong, but that's that's what I'm assuming. And she doesn't give much interest in that. But so I'm finding it a little bit hard how to navigate that because I do want. Name to have the whole picture, not just my side, uh, because again, that will very much make that can cause some conflict. It's like, wait, so where's my English side? I'm I'm English, like, like you look at Nim Nim, she she looks completely British. Like I I don't. Yeah, 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 I look yeah, yeah. like I could pass as British, but maybe she does. Like you look at her and she's like, oh yeah, she's she's a native. So I don't want her to feel that alienation either. And so I don't mm. want to to just loathe her with one side of the family history and that's it. Um, 
so that's currently where I'm, I'm, I'm at and what I'm trying to do. But what about you? What are you planning on teaching him regarding the, the family history? Because you haven't mentioned much about how important it is for you to know families, uh, well, the, the background of the family. Yeah, I mean, my, so my dad is actually doing, uh, he started doing this about three or four years ago, and it's kind of similar to what um, your mum is doing that you mentioned in a previous episode, uh, which is about uh, like tracing uh, genealogy and making like the genealogical tree. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's traced that quite, 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 quite a lot. And he's done that both for his side and for my mom's side. Um, so we have like uh, all of the different cousins and uncles and aunties and uh, uh, all of that going like quite a few, like a few generations, right? I think at some point you kind of lose the trail, but uh, he even found like, uh, I don't want to spoil it too much and I don't want to say what it is, but he even found something about some like a member of our family who thought that they they uh, were uh, part of this family history etc and it turns out that they were adopted and we don't really know the full circumstances of that but this is all things that exploring the genealogical tree has been found so you know interestingly enough nico will have access to that hopefully that won't be lost by the time that uh, he grows up so we'll have all that history and it is <clears throat> Excuse me. It is important for me to uh, for for me to have to give that knowledge to Nico, and I do really take a lot of pride in my family history, uh, for sure. Uh, uh, particularly my mum's side, and I know that you know if my dad hears this, he'll understand why it's more my mum's side than his side. But it's nothing against him, um, and. Uh, um, it's something that I'm very connected with and what I'm hoping is that this podcast, for example, these episodes uh, that we're talking about, that could serve as a, a tool uh, for the future, for, you know, for our kids, for, for, for Nico to then learn more about how it was for me, because that's mostly what I'm interested in, is that he has recordings of my voice explaining my story so that he can listen back on it and learn more about uh, about how it was, while it's still fresh in my mind, you know, um, because if, if he's anything like me, he might start getting interested in these when... I'm a bit older and stuff, and at that point I might not remember everything as I do now. Um, so yeah, especially you know my some of the stories about my my grandparents, some of the stories about Nico's grandparents, and uh, uh, just in general in terms of uh, the ancestry from the Azores, I think that's quite important for me because it's really a big part of my identity. Even though I I only lived there for the first six years, um, because a lot of uh, there's a lot of my identity that comes from the fact that I was born in the Azores. Um, so that's kind of where I place. Uh, importance yeah okay yeah I, I totally get it and pretty much it's I think we're very similar in that regard that we're both very con concerned about it so yeah yeah I would say so yeah that's that's good and going more into uh, not so much the education of again academia or, or family history but what about education in terms of hobbies and interest uh, what are your plans and i say plans with that uh, quote unquote because one can make 
tons of plans and then they turn around and do something completely different. But what are your expectations, I should say? In terms of, like, hobbies and interests and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I have some hopes for something that I think, that I hope he's going to, to like, you know. Um, there's a few things, like, I have some plans, for example, as soon as he has some basic understanding of video games and stuff, I'm planning on starting a Pokemon game with him making the decisions, but me playing and just kind of let him choose which Pokemon he wants to keep and where he wants to go and what to do with them and stuff. So playing, like, together with him. So Pokemon is definitely something that I would like him to like, especially the 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 ones that were most important in the beginning um and then uh, what other things um harry potter will be a big thing especially because of his mom uh, because she's a harry potter aficionado as she mentioned on uh, when she was here with us uh in the in the, the in the episode and uh, uh, you know we are actually going to read it to him that's our plan and we actually are buying they haven't all come out but uh, uh we are buying um the illustrated editions so there's like this large like a4 size uh, book that it comes from illustrations uh, of all the books and uh, um, that's coming out I think the fifth one I think it's the fifth one if I'm not mistaken is coming out later this year and I think those two are probably the main ones uh, especially the Harry Potter for his mom uh, but then there's other things that kind of marked me that I would like him to take interest in, in. Uh, some of them easier like Lord of the Rings and I say it's easier because it's like kind of watching the three films and i know they're making some other tv series but uh, to be quite honest with you uh, i'm not holding out much hope for those tv series oh have you uh, not seen but... the stills the orcs look amazing sorry for going to I a nerdy know. rant and no, interrupt no no no, no. But... that's that's what we have this podcast for so interrupt me if you feel Matt, like it. the 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 fact that they're going with practical instead of cg and I mean, it it will be CG enhanced, but it's still practical. And I I just took a look at the stills from the the makeup of the orcs. Oh, so excited! I, I'm I'm a cynic, so I'm I'm uh, afraid of being excited, but I'm really excited. It looks really good. Yeah, no, I you know I don't I don't disagree with you, and I understand what you where you're coming from but i guess in this topic specifically i'm even more of a cynic uh, than you are uh, in this specific topic I, I don't know i looked at it and i agree they look nice and everything but I, i'm just like i don't have a lot of hope for it um if i'm being honest and i could be wrong uh, let's hope i'm wrong because you know it's nice but uh, but we'll see look let's let's do the following when does it come out at some point later this year yeah okay so let's say in a year's time uh, we'll 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 take a pin on this and we'll we'll do an episode or we'll mention it in an episode what I actually ended up thinking about it. Yeah. What do you think? Fair. Yeah, sounds fair. good. Yeah, yeah, Within yeah. the next year, let's uh, let's do that. Um, but um, going back to the interest, I mean Star Wars because they're classics, even though they're probably the the one of the lowest in my priority list and uh, uh, i know it may sound sacrilegious to say that or to hear that but the reason why i say that they're on uh, the lowest on my priority list is that to be honest by the time that nico is old enough to to 
to see the films and understand the films, it'll be like, what, it was in 1980, more or less, so in the 80s, so we've got 90s, uh, 90s, then 10s, and then 20s, so it'll be like 40 years or something since it's come yeah. out. No, I'm going to make I... Nerdy Seppuku with you, and I'm going to lose my, my nerd card. I'm going to say that the original trilogy, I love it, it hasn't aged well. No, like, no, it hasn't aged that well. No, that's that's kind of what I'm aiming at. And the prequels have their own issues with the prequels. And the sequels, let's not even mention the sequels, because oh my god. Um, and to be quite honest with you, yes, they've been doing some interesting TV series. But to be quite honest with you, I just finished uh, the, the, the latest episode of uh, uh, Obi-Wan. No spoilers. No, no, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but I'm just going to say that uh, out of the six full episodes, I only enjoyed about 20 minutes of it. So that's all I'm going to say um, uh, about it. So I, I just think like it, it just it's a it's a fan base and it's a, it's a, it's a, a an interest that it's very difficult. It hasn't held up very well during the year. It's it's filled with issues. It's not great, and it's all banking on those original films, which, as you say, they're a bit dated. So if 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 they become even more dated, I don't think that the, the that it can stick out for long and become relevant for long. So that's why I mean, like, it's probably at the lowest on my priority list. Um, and the latest one is the. Um, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, because that one I'm quite into, because I'm a big, big sucker for for continuity, and I'm a big sucker for, oh, this character is in here, he's from the other thing, and I really, really like it, I'm a sucker for it, like, even if the quality isn't great, just the fact that they share a universe, for me, it's always very, very good, uh, so I'm a bit biased on that uh, in terms of the Marvel MCU, even if I recognize that some it has some issues uh, especially in some areas more than others i uh, only yeah, have so those... one problem with with the and with getting her into the mcu and that is mm. the same problem that Fatigue. i had when i was younger not not even the, i guess yeah but the same problem that i had when i was younger getting into comics especially into dc you're reading a comic and then they make a reference of to understand this you have to buy batman 102 blah blah and it's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go back and buy Batman, blah, 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 blah. And then you go to that Batman, it says, to understand what they're talking about, buy Flash, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. So, for example, it's... again, not to go into spoilers, but to, if you watch uh, Multiverse of Madness, but haven't seen WandaVision, you're going to be like, what? So it's so spread out now that it's going to be so difficult it is. to get into yeah. it. That's, that's Which my, is only, my only uh, concern about getting her into the MCU, especially because it's what you're saying. It's still a few years until they can start getting into it, so there will be so much more media by then. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But this is why I mean that, for example, Star Wars in, is lower in priority list. Because if I had to choose about an extended universe, I would choose the Marvel extended, like the the universe of Marvel, so MCU. Because I also know that I can't get even even when it comes to Harry Potter, like the seven uh, the seven books, etc., all good. But like, I don't want to go over every single piece of media because then it's maddening. Uh, but I will try to get her uh, to get uh, Nico to. Um, to uh, see the MCU in chronological order. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe that will be some fun episodes as well down the line. Um, and then 
lastly, just when it comes to sports, and I want to break a, a little bit of the stereotypical nerd that doesn't care about sports, which I don't, but I don't mind if he does. Like, I don't mind if he plays football. I don't mind if he plays whatever. I don't mind if he takes an interest in football or, or in just generally sports or anything like that. I, I really don't mind, uh, as long as he doesn't lose the, the, the other bases. And I think the last one, which I can't even believe that I didn't uh, write on my notes, but it is just about board games, which obviously is quite important, probably more important than any of the other ones. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's basically where I am in terms of hobbies and interests and what I want to pass on to him. Um, but enough about me, for the moment at least. Uh, what about you? What sort of things do you hope to uh, pass on to uh, Nim? Well, I would love for her to basically share all my hobbies, to be honest. But I'm also... Yeah. yeah but I'm very conscious that I don't want to do that thing that a lot of parents do, which is clone themselves and their kids because they yeah, they yeah, want yeah. to live by curiously to them. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm very wary of doing that. I don't want to do that. Uh, so if she doesn't enjoy them, she doesn't enjoy them. That being said, what I would love for her to get into are basically but, uh, like mangas, comics, and video games. I would love for right. her to get into RPGs and RTS games so that we can play together. Uh, reading oh, some... that's actually fun. Yeah, I would like to play together with Nico as well. Yeah, that sounds fun. Maybe yeah, we can exactly. play all of us together. Yeah, 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 exactly. I would love for her to like, for example, mangas and comics and be able to read my collection. Especially because that means I can save some money instead of keep buying new comics for her. She can read the one I already have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, something that I'm really, really excited for is if, if she will like is to cosplay with her, like to be able to dress oh, yeah. up, yeah, and go to cons as a couple cosplay, like like father what, and daughter. What would you go as? Well, for example, as? we could go as. Uh, have you seen Full Metal Alchemist? No. Oh uh, well, there's a very famous character there that is always going on about his daughter. We could do that, or. I don't know, there's a bunch of things in which a big guy is accompanied by a little girl. It's kind of like a trope, so we can do Would that. Would you like to do, like, the, the big daddy from Bioshock? And the, yes, like... for example. I mean, that's a little bit complicated and out of my capacity. But yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> Pro- maybe scary for her? <laughs> nah. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that. That would be great. I, I would also love to have a, a family night board game. Um, yeah. So to have, yes. for example, every Sunday at 8 p.m. is board game night. Obviously, I don't want to force them, but it will be a nice thing to have, you know? Mm. Yeah, 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 for and sure, for sure. Another thing that I'm incredibly excited about is is bedtime story because I don't want to read to her. I want to narrate to her. I want her to just lay in bed and I can go full storyteller and tell her stories about mythology and folklore from. Africa, from the Middle East, from the North, from the Greeks. So I'm really, really excited about being her storyteller and being able to mm. to even build stories with her and, and, and integrate her into some other new stories that are not even folklore, mm, just make her own tales. Yeah, that's something that I'm very much looking forward to. Now, regarding sports, as you said, very stereotypical nerd, Holly and I have this uh, common joke, like running joke that when they normally parents are like their kids come over and it's like mom dad i have to confess i'm smoking and the parents are like no what did we do wrong in our case she's gonna come over and she's gonna be like mom dad i joined the football club and we're gonna be like no mm. 
<laughs> I don't really mind her going into sports. She can do whatever she wants. But I really wish she wouldn't be into football. Because I just dislike it so much. That having to go to the games and everything will be like a task. Or having to watch them on TV. Like the uh, Brighton versus the Arsenal. Is it, is it a logical dislike? Or is it just an irrational dislike? Um, I think it's an irrational dislike. Because I enjoyed playing it when I was a kid. And sometimes when I've been dragged to like pubs and stuff to watch it, Muff mentality sweeps in and I find myself cheering for a team. But it's just normally when I watch it, I just find it so boring. There's a lot of dead time for me. I just can't see the excitement on it, I guess. It's very long and I just... Uh, no, it, it doesn't excite me. I don't know why it just doesn't grasp me. Yeah, no, no, no. Fair enough, fair enough. And it's just I'm trying to explain, I'm, I'm even, because that's a very good question, and now I'm not even sure if it's irrational or not. Because it's it's not irrational, because in reality it doesn't really grasp me, but why it doesn't, like, grasp my attention? So I don't know, it's something that I will have to think of, because that's a good question, I should probably ask it if, she ever, if she's ever uh, a fan of it. But something that I would like for her to practice... I would like to, to teach her, but if she doesn't want to, I would like her to practice a little bit, even if it's not too much. And that is martial arts. And that is oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a very useful tool. I, I'm sad uh, about saying it, but especially because she's a girl. It shouldn't be, mm. but it is. So I do want her to know at least enough so that she can defend herself. Um so even if she doesn't like her, I uh, like it. I would like her to to keep that activity for a bit at least. Again, just so that she knows a little bit of the basics. So yeah, that's that's yeah. my expectations about. Well, well, I'm just thinking that when it comes to football and everything, like I don't know how much Nico will enjoy it or not, but I know that I have a friend in Portugal that is very, very, very big into football. And uh, he basically already started uh, trying to convert Nico to to his football club, uh, which is also mine. So uh, I don't mind it because it's also my football club uh, back in Portugal, which is Sporting. Uh, I might get some hate mail over this, but yeah, which is Sporting uh, Club of Portugal. Mm. But anyway, so yeah, so yeah, my friend in Portugal is already trying to convert him. So we'll see how that goes. But. Um, <laughs> But uh, so we've talked a little bit about uh, the uh, the education at home and sort of like what we're going to 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 get them into and how we're going to guide their lives, etc. A little bit. I mean, there's quite a lot more that we can talk about it, and I'm sure that we will in in future episodes. So this is barely you know scratching the surface. Uh, but when it comes to the more academic education, uh, so the education at school. Um, when it comes here to the UK, one thing that I found is that there's a lot of people that when, you, when you're buying a house and everything, and you probably remember this, when you're buying a house, there's like a, a, a place on the website that tells you what the schools nearby are and what the quality of those schools is. And so there's a lot of importance here on going to a, a good school. So I guess my question is, if it came down to it and you looked around and you didn't see a lot of schools... Do you would you would you move house because of it just to be closer to a good school? What what would you do? Uh, I'm I will not move. That's for sure. I already know I'm not I'm not moving. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but 
the thing is, I was also concerned about that, about like schools, and it's something that I have touched with Holly. She actually told me that, unfortunately, because I, I know that here a lot of schools are uh, related to, to religious, and she told me, well, let me tell you one sad fact, and Catholic schools are usually the best the best schools. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. And you're like, yeah. Uh, so that's something that I'm going to have to, to do some research. Because can they allow you to not be Catholic and still go? Will she have to fake being Catholic? I don't know. Uh, I think I think from what I remember, because they know that there's a lot of parents in that same position. I think that uh, if I remember correctly from hearing about it, it's kind of like a bit of a policy of don't ask, don't tell in a way. In the sense of, uh, you know, if as long as you don't mention that you're against it and as long as you're not overly against it publicly or when I say publicly it's not in your private time but as long as you don't go let, let me put it this way as long as you don't go to a school assembly and go like this is bullcrap everyone here uh, should be an atheist and you shouldn't believe in anything and as long as that doesn't happen I'm sure that it will be fine um, but uh, but yeah it's, it's, it's kind of like that is my understanding at least okay well, if that's the case, then that's fine. But for example, I don't want her to be forced to go to mass or to say morning prayers. That's that, like that that might happen. Uh, yeah, so I, that's what I, I have to say. Bit... So that that could happen, especially the mass part. I don't know about morning prayers, but I could definitely see them encouraging her to go to mass. I mean, don't get me wrong. If she wants to go, then yeah, by all means, that's it. Two two birds with one stone. But if she doesn't, I don't want to force her into it, especially because I don't think that primary school, so the first six years are so essential that a good school will make the difference. I think the curriculum is mostly shared by all schools. I got the secondary language covered already, which is Spanish. So I'm not really that bothered about primary uh, school, if I'm being if I'm being honest. And the only thing yeah, that I, I, mean, I will think about, I will say about her education is that I want to make sure that I can give her as much support as she needs if she has the same struggles or similar struggles to what I have. So I want to be prepared to be able to assist her in case she has ADHD. That is what I'm actually concerned about. Well, And by concern, I mean that is what I'm putting my priority on. What are your yeah. thoughts on, on school? What are you, yeah, your plans? I mean, I mean, I guess I guess the the opposite argument of what you're saying is that Yes, primary education is a bit more basic and it's a bit more shared. I guess the counter argument to that is that it's very important to have good bases for the future, isn't it? But I would say I would say you can still kind of get away with it in primary school. I think probably middle school. I don't know how they call it here, like years three to six or something. I don't yeah, know. let's go by numbers say... so that we're we're under the same understanding. So uh, for me, primary is from one to six years. It's from the first year of school to the sixth year of school. See, that's for me is a bit too late. Like, for example, in Portugal, the primary school is one to four. And I think one to four is kind of okay. But I would say that from the fifth year onward, you probably need to have some good basis for, mm -hmm. for your education. At least from my perspective, obviously. It's different for you and it's different from for other people listening, I'm sure. But that, that's, that's what I think, at least. No, I understand. Um, and uh, again, I, I am also of the mindset that without a strong foundation everything will crumble yeah but what i'm trying to say is the information is there it's i think is one of those cases at least in my experience in which it's not so much about the school it's about the student yes the school can help the school, yeah. the school can facilitate how they teach it 
the materials that they have, how dynamic the classes are. But the information at the end of the day has to be the same. I, I think, I'm not sure. But the information has to be the same. It's the same curriculum. So as long as she's a, a smart and student, uh, I'm sorry, and the, a diligent student, we can cover the, the little bit of the, the cracks that the school might have, if they have any. That's what I, that's what I meant when I said it's not that important. Yeah, but yeah no, I, guess... I completely agree that the foundations are, are basics. Important. I mean, I guess the only thing that you need to be careful on and that is that the cracks may be bigger if the school isn't good. So yes, you're right. Yes, it does depend a bit on the student as well. But I, I also don't want, uh, you know, for Nico and for Nim, but in general, I also don't want to have the want them to have that pressure of, oh, I'm not doing well in school, so it must be my fault and I'm not good enough, you know. Mm -hmm. but, which I'm not saying that you're suggesting, but I'm just saying that I don't want them to feel like that. And I think that what might happen or what could happen is that if the school isn't good, the cracks could be bigger. But I think that you are absolutely right as long as you can manage those cracks as long as you can basically complement their education then i think the school doesn't really matter too much as long as you can give them that support and you are also absolutely right that it's a lot easier to give that support in the first year than later years because in later years a lot of things change and uh, um, just the fact that it's here in the UK it's going to change how we were taught in our own countries so it becomes harder and harder and harder to give that support so the longer they go the more important a good school is because in the first years let's face it I mean pretty much anything that they they learn you can basically bridge any gaps isn't it that's what um, i meant exactly but then yeah you go into more specified knowledge in which stuff that we thought we learned is no longer correct like for example there's five yeah. senses when in reality there's a debate of how many they are some people say they're sold all the way up to 16 i think or there's three states of matter solid liquid and gaseous so it's like no plasma is a thing so those things are going to be a little bit harder to cover the gaps because we have those gaps <laughs> like Nim Nim and Nico are going to yeah, come precisely. in like can you help me with my homework and it's like let me study a bit because I didn't like I, I wasn't taught this so but follow-up question then now that we reached that kind of consensus then if giving your perspective into the matter what are your opinions on private versus uh, public school which I think if there's a weird concept because I always thought that private was like not public, but here private are called public. I'm not entirely sure. I remember I was being very yeah. confused. I think here is like state schools are the ones that are public and then public schools are the ones that are private because public schools are seen as like for for the public or made by the public so because oh, they're made by okay, the public okay. they're private whereas the state schools is made by the government so they're state schools so i think it's a, it gets a little bit confusing but i think that that's the reason why it's different here um or something to that effect um but uh, my thoughts on well let, let, let's use the common terminology let's say private schools. so my thoughts on private schools um i never went to a private school to be quite honest with you i didn't really go i know that there's some advantages to it um in terms of some part of the education and it's one of those things isn't it because you're paying for the education like you can 
like you expect a better service etc so it's a bit more consistent at least uh, whereas i think that what happens with the public school is that you probably have better teachers in the public system than you do in the private one but it's very inconsistent you also have a lot of worse teachers in the public system than you do in the in the uh, private one so i think the private thing is more about consistency it's more likely that you're going to get at least an acceptable level and overall that's better uh, in the future uh, because if you're a bit more consistent then you always have those bases whereas in public system if you find a, a bad teacher in maths for example then that might screw you not just for that year in maths but it might ruin your maths education for the next three to four years if you can't uh, uh, bridge that gap so i think that's more about the consistency um but i also i haven't looked into it but i can only imagine how expensive it's it's going to be here in the uk i have so even if yeah, yeah no well, mate it's it's a no for me <laughs> i can tell you straight exactly. off the bat it that's gonna be a no for me that's that that's kind of what i'm thinking as well like uh, if, if i'm taking the nursery costs as any basis it's like I want to get rid of the nursery costs as soon as possible and I'm not going to do that by going into a private school, you know? Um, I guess, I guess, like, Let I'm me not give saying, you an example, never say never. Just so that you yeah. can get an idea. I looked into getting Nimnim into a Montessori because I really like the that system, Jumpier Jet, Montessori. I'm, I'm a fan of them. I, I, I'm, I, I'm not familiar with the Montessori system. What is it? Oh, really? It's very didactical. You learn by doing a lot and for example oh, they right. they don't have classroom per se they have a bunch of kids like right. first, first second and third year they're all in the same classroom and you don't have a class it's not like right now everyone is studying spanish this kid can be Got studying it. spanish this kid can be studying math this kid can be studying biology and they have a guide and they're very hands-on so they have a lot of uh, projects and the classrooms are not typical, so it's very holistic. Let's no, say. Yeah. No. Got it. I. 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 I know the concept. I just didn't know the name of the the concept. So. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Perfect. So I looked into it, and I actually was excited because it was like, oh, it just says that it's two thousand grand. Uh, two thousand grand. No, sorry, two grand per term. <laughs> so that's not that bad, right? And Holly looked at me like, "What do you mean it's not that bad?" It's like, well, yeah, term is like what six months. And I now actually forgot how much is a term, but she was like, no, that's not a term. So I think it was like, it. it you do your own research because right now it's a term. Bad. Let me see. Yeah, Google it, Google it. How really long quick. is a term in the UK? Hot singles in your... Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, three terms of 13 weeks. So three terms. Okay, so that's... That's what it seems. Yeah, so that's 6,000... Uh, pounds per year sure yeah, yeah 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 and that's probably not counting with the books and the meals oh no no that. no that's, that's just, just like, for attendance yeah 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 that's just the inscription fee i didn't even look at anything else i was just like wow six thousand and it might i might i think i might be even wrong it might be even more i'm not entirely sure right now let's let's put it in the show notes correctly i'll pass you the link so that we can put it in the show notes but it was yeah. something incredibly dumb for me something that i cannot afford and also, by talking to people here, I came to the realization that apparently going to a private school, it's a little bit of a social faux pas. Like, if you go into a Is private school... Yeah, I mean, it depends. On, obviously, it's in the circle that I, I tend to hang out with. But yeah, apparently, everyone looks at you like 
the typical posh, uh, like, I don't know, it's, it's very, I, I don't know, I guess you, you're seen as overly protected and posh and highbrow, I don't know, it's, it's not well seen, again, that's based on the experience of other people, yeah. not me, but on the commentaries I have gotten. And also I'm worried about the social circles that are in private school. This is just a generalization. Please don't eat me with feedback of I went to a private school and everyone was super nice and actually everyone was a hippie. I'm just going with my knowledge. So correct me if I'm wrong, but don't eat me about it. It's just what I know. But I, I'm, I am concerned that she will grow up in an environment that doesn't match my values. So that's another thing of where I'm not that concerned about getting her into a private school. Oh, because you think it might not share the values. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, you can always give the values at home, isn't it? And to, even that thing about not being seen right, to be honest, I don't really care about what other people are saying and, and stuff, but obviously I know that it's a bit naive to say that because it does affect especially kids. Like, I think it wouldn't affect me, but it might affect Nico, how others perceive him, especially when he's going through, like, teenage years and stuff. So, yeah, I guess, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I, I wouldn't say never say never because if I had to, I had to and screw what everyone else is thinking you know and i can give my own values at home but um but i also think that that's an you know, it's a bit naive for me to say that it's not very realistic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have a problem with going to a public school or a, a state school anyway. Um, so if that's cheaper and as long as I can bridge those gaps and cracks at home, then that's fine, I guess. Uh, but but, you, um, but you are looking into maybe moving how far? Because uh, uh, just question. Like, oh, would to you move, move to the if north I even, to. like to Scotland or? No, 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 no. Yeah, I think I mentioned that um, uh, that you know, if if I had to, if the schools nearby were very bad or something, I might move. Um, I might move house just for him to get to a good school. I guess it would depend on a lot of things. It would depend how the market is to move. It would depend on where I would go and move. It would depend on uh, how good the school would be and how bad the current school is. Um, so it would depend on quite a few things. So I'm I'm just not put. I'm just not getting it out of the table, you know. And I definitely wouldn't go like to uh, the north just for him to get a good school. If I moved to the north, it would be for something else reasons, yeah but not but not exclusively because of the, the thing with school and to be honest I, I quite enjoy being here in the south and as long as i'm able to stay here in the south then that's what i'll do and i'll find the way regarding education um as it goes uh, so 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 yeah um and what are your thoughts on uni yeah, I, I was going to ask. Uh, so, you know, good minds think alike. So, um, and also discreet. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, when it comes to university, obviously that's, that's still, uh, uh, you know, uh, far ahead. So uh, it's not something pressing right now, but it is something important right now in the sense that if you want them to go to a good uni, especially here in the UK, if you want them to have the freedom to choose of where to go in the, to which uni to go to, you kind of have to start saving money now. Otherwise, you know, they'll be in a world of debt and it's just going to make their life miserable when they are actually able to get to uni. So when it comes to that, do you want them to go to a prestigious uni? Is that essential for you? What, what are your thoughts? I don't, it's not that I don't want her to go to it. It's just, I don't care if she wants to. That's great. If she doesn't, that's great as well. 
I don't think it's essential. It might not even be needed for her to go to, to a, uh, a prestigious uni or a, a uni at all, really, depending on what she's going to study. Uh, because there are some things that you might get as a post-grade. I don't know how it works in the UK, so maybe I'm talking baloney. But there are some things that you can get like a... I don't even know the right term for it, but it's a course that you get that is not as necessarily a whole university career. Uh, it's something else, but you get it. Uh, but no, I think, f as far as I'm aware, uh, on my life experience, prestigious unis are worth in in the name. So when you go to a, a, a get a job, no one asks you what was your GPA, what was your your grades, basically. They just told you, mm. do you have the title? Yes, no, right. that's it. So no one cares how much, like, did you ace all of your tests? Were you a valedictorian? They don't care about that. They just want to know if you had the diploma or not. In prestigious units are mostly so that when you put your diploma, you can say, well, yeah, but I graduated for this school, so that makes me better. Or, uh, again, personal experience is to know people. That's the real reason of pre prestigious schools. That's when you know other people. But for example, if you're going to study something that is not like plastic arts and there's not really that much of a prestigious school for plastic arts, then you can go wherever you want. So no, it's not not essential for me. I will uh, th that being said, I would like her to study locally just so that I won't be too far away from her, but I will respect what she wants. If she wants to emigrate to study either to another city or to another country, that's fine by me. It will I'm not gonna lie, it will probably hurt a little bit, but I'm I'm definitely not against it. If if she wants do you mean if she if she goes to a university like a prestigious university that is far away? And prestigious or not prestigious, but let's say that for example she wants to go to the let's say for prestige, even if the university is not prestigious itself, but let's assume that she wants to study economy and everyone knows that if you want to study economy the various universities are in switzerland so i want to go live in switzerland to study i will be like well you do you boo boo so yeah go to switzerland and again it will hurt a little bit but i, I want to respect her what wishes. do you mean in terms of hurt because of the financial aspect or just because she's far away because she's far away Ah, uh, you're already doing that. Yeah. She's not even a year old. You're already, oh, you're mate. already yeah. doing that. No, you're all, uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Gotta give her space to, to grow up. Yeah, of course. No, no, no. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. You the you, boo-boo. But I'm already thinking like, oh, man. <laughs> imagine, her, imagine seeing her daily to seeing her like once a year. That's gonna suck. It does. It does. And like even for my parents, it sucks like their children and you know everyone's moving out of the house and everything and it does suck but it's also part of life yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Know. I know i know i know you're not saying that you're not going to allow her it's just that it is going to hurt but yeah it is and if it's not because she's going to switzerland for uni it's because she's going to get her own boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever and she's going to move in with them and uh, yeah, one way or yeah. another you might come to a point where you're only going to see her once a year so get used to it but yeah. you don't need to get used to it right now she's not even one so enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> but um I, yeah for my end i i uh, i I hope that Nico wants to go elsewhere. Uh, it's my, you know, it's it's 
it was one of my best decisions uh this was to study abroad and uh, he has a massive advantage which is he has his grandparents in portugal and the uni is much cheaper in portugal and, uh, and he has a he european passport and he has a European passport. So, you know, if he wants to go and study in Portugal, uh, then, you know, great. Even better for him and even better for us. And, uh, um, yeah, but I, I don't really care that he wants to go to a prestigious university. I don't want him to to be forced to go to a prestigious one. He can go to, like, uh, uh, as long as it's something that he's interested, etc. I do kind of want him to go to uni, not because I want him to go because of the prestige or because of anything like that, but I think that uni is really good uh, because of life experience. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like a good divide on people that have gone to uni and those that haven't in Portugal. I'm not saying generally speaking, but I felt like going to uni gave me a lot of good life experience, gave me a lot of good basis for life. Not regarding to the course that I was doing, because I don't even remember that much of it, but but it, it, it was really good in terms of f forming social bonds and understanding the basis to living on your own and understanding the basis of like making it on your own in life. So in that sense, I think it's really, really good. But other than that, he can go for an apprenticeship or he can go for something else uh, that I don't really don't really don't really care. Um, and yeah, like like you said, most workplaces when you're applying, they don't really care about your grades. They might care which you, you went to, uh, but even more than that, once you've been working for a while, all they care about is your experience and uh, like your work experience. And uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I would like him to have experiences abroad, even if he's doing something like an Erasmus uh, project like uh, like I did uh, or anything like that. Uh, but I would like him to have an experience abroad. But in terms of uni, I don't really care one way or another. But in terms of these uh, so going back to what I was saying before a little bit, um, are you like saving money in case in, they want to go to uni or is that something or are you saving or do you plan to save money for them to go to uni or is it just a matter of look kiddo everyone's got to make it on their own and that's just the way it is. That's the way it's going right now but not of uh, my own violation it's just we don't have money to save it, we're kind of like struggling right now. So if any people want to make any donations, that will be great. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't even have a patron or anything. Hmm. Note to self, put, make a patron. Yeah, Anyways, note to self. Note yeah. To self. yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, right now we're not saving. I know we should, but when you can't, you can't. But yeah, that's the plan. As soon as no, we no, can. No, 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 exactly. I didn't mean to. No, no, I no, I know. You I know you're not judging or anything. Like I'm just general, sharing, yeah. sharing my experience. And I also, again, this, this podcast, uh, other than the main goal, which is, share the story with Nimnim and Nico. It's also so that other people can feel identified. So if you cannot save, don't feel that you just doomed your kid. Like, there's yeah, other yeah, stuff. Exactly. I'm not saving. I wish I could be saving. I plan on saving as soon as I can. Right now, I'm not saving. And I don't think that I already ruined Nim's future. So yeah, that's, exactly. that's where exactly. I'm at at the moment. Are you, are you saving right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, just in general, we're saving, but it's not specifically for uni or anything like that. It's just in general, we want we want Nico to have a pot of money uh, when he comes to like 18 years old or something. And then it's kind of up to him 
where to use it. Obviously with guidance, we don't want him to go around and just spend it all on crap or anything like that. But it'll be kind of up to him to decide what to use it on, whether that's for uni, whether that's for traveling, as long as it's something that enriches him as a person. So just general money saving just for that. Yeah, that being said, I do want to clarify that I am in that term saving in the way I was taught to save, which is in patrimony. So instead of having the money just stored in the bank, I'm acquiring more uh, equity of the house. I want to make improvements yes. to the house. Yes. That way it's an exactly. investment. So in the future, when I no longer need this big of a house, I can just sell it and give her her part and be like, there you go, kiddo. Like, go nuts. Obviously yeah, not like that. Shot. Like, they'll go to Amsterdam and waste it all in a night. But that is yeah, the yeah, way yeah, in yeah. which I'm uh, kind of saving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Great. Cool. Quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, Again. we we managed to go back to the to the hourly episode, so we're we're on track again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit over, but still, it's still on track. Yeah. That being said, we got our first piece of of feedback. Well, it's not the first. We actually, I don't know if anyone have noticed it already, but we made some tweaks to the audio here and there. If you do notice, let us know, and uh, that will be nice oh, right, to know yeah. that it's noticed. Yeah. Don't say. Don't say. Let's see if anyone is paying attention. So, but we are we are addressing your feedback, guys. Uh, so I just want to say, someone asked me uh, when I I mentioned that parenting, or well, not parenting, but having a kid was in itself a selfish action. Someone told me, okay, but what if you're giving birth for someone else? What if you're renting your uterus? And I think I misspoke because selfish has a very wrong connotation. So to allow me to rephrase. Being a parent is something that you normally do for yourself. And obviously I'm not talking about renting your uterus or something like that. I mean, the decision of wanting to have a kid, you're doing it for yourself. Because there's no way that that kid spoke to you and asked you, Hey, can I please be born? That's what I, I, I meant. So I didn't want to have any negative connotations or I didn't want to imply that every parent was acting out of selfishness. It's more of a being a parent is a decision that you take for yourself is like i want to be a parent that's kind of like what i wanted to go yeah and, and to be quite honest with you like just because something is selfish doesn't mean that it is bad i think self being selfish has a lot of bad connotations as you were saying but uh, um i like i think it's important for people to be selfish to a certain extent and i think it's important for people to do things by their own not having to always think about the impact to others and not always think about how it's going to impact the others or the world or something like sometimes if you can't be selfish and if you can't have things for you because you want to have it like it, it also takes away some of your life meaning you know so you don't have to be a dick to others you don't have to treat others badly but i think that everyone's entitled to be a little bit selfish and think for themselves so i don't even think that it has to be something bad i think it's just something that it is like it's just like something that is regardless of it being good or not yeah yeah completely in agreement there so yeah that's just us addressing the the first public feedback and time permitting i know we're extending a little bit but we've been wanting to do this for a while so we are going to add a semi-recurring subject uh sorry not subject section called holly's baby shenanigans <laughs> and the reason why we name it like that it will be apparent in a second let me just find the the actual text because i actually had it ready and then i lost it because Bruno. So, yeah, <laughs> sorry for that. There we go. 
So to put into context, we were talking about how it's weird that there's this stereotype, uh, stereotype that kids eat boogers. And I mentioned to myself, I'm pretty sure I must have eaten boogers when I was a kid. I don't remember it, but I'm sure I must have, right? And Holly <laughs> said, I did that the other day. <laughs> so Pedro, Marty and I were unsurprisingly shocked about the statement. And here's the reason right. why. This scenario, your baby is sick. You're sick. You've been struggling to get your baby to sleep for the past hour and they're finally drifting on in your arms. When your useless nose decides to become a mucus faucet. Both of your hands are holding your very easily disturbed sickly baby. It's too soon to try a cut transfer. Tipping your head back in the hopes of gravity will steam the tides only works for so long. And there's another problem. You need to open your mouth to breathe. You try to resist as long as you can, but <gasps> sweet, sweet oxygen fills your lungs as you think you've gotten away with your stolen breath. But no, there it is. The taste of salt is not rocking you back to your early childhood. And claps. So that was a story <laughs> of how that is really good. Holly that is really, ate really boogers. <laughs> And that was written by Holly, wasn't it? Yes, that was completely Holly authored. I was just doing a very poorly narration. <laughs> no, I think that uh, that was, you know, I I remember when when she sent that text and it was absolutely brilliant. I think it, she's she's an artist. <laughs> and she really has a way with wor with words. And uh, um, I, I, I was gobsmacked by, um, by what she wrote. And I really, really, really like it. Uh, which is why part of the reason why we're sharing this. And I want her to be encouraged to... Um, <clears throat> I want her to be encouraged to write more of these if she can think of it. Because I think that it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, that way we can alternate the duration and maybe practice our, our intonation and stuff to be even better host than a podcast. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that, uh, Bruno. And uh, uh, just for me, just uh, as some final notes as usual, check the description uh, for, of the episode for any links and resources. Um, you can uh, follow Bruno on uh, social media on Twitch. Uh, his handle is uh, Mariachi Viking. So have a look uh, on social media for him and on Twitch uh, uh, where he sometimes streams some games when he has an opportunity to do so. Uh, you can write to us any feedback uh, at contact at foreignersandfathers.com um, specifically for this episode if you want to write to us about any advice uh, for us regarding schools what has been your experience any thoughts on what we said above regarding public schools or you know state schools etc let us know as well as normally any other feedback or topics that you'd like us to cover and please remember to subscribe to your favorite podcasting app so that you don't miss an episode leave us a review uh, any feedback that you have any subscription any regular viewers that's really really good for us to know that people are interested in and that we can continue to release this publicly because we are doing it uh, this as we said for our kids but uh, we are very interested in sharing this with more people as well and the uh, next episode which will be available in a week um, is going to be comparing uh, uh, experiences 
uh, to other foreigners or fathers. And you may be a bit confusing about what this means, but there's uh, another nice surprise for next week. And it's, uh, let me just say, it's a different perspective on what we have been talking about uh, until now. So please stay tuned for that uh, and have a listen at it in about a week's time. And for me, that's all. Bruno, thank you so much. And uh, uh, yeah. A pleasure as always. Have, have a wonderful rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for taking your time to, to have this chat with me. It's been very, very entertaining. I actually look forward to our recording sessions now. It feels yes, like definitely. A, a, a free therapy. <laughs> By the way, this is not a replacement <laughs> for therapy. If you need therapy, please, yeah. please do so. <laughs> but yeah, it's been my pleasure. And I'll see you all next time. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. Bye.